Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Have you ever been in a room with someone who asked for a meeting with you to come learn clean from your wisdom but when you get to the meeting and conversation 95% is you sitting listening hearing the story yep chances are you've been in that predicament such as that place to see so many young leaders being given an opportunity to learn but how they show up it checks them out of that room in fact, my father once said this to me and it stung. Some levels will never afford you a second chance. So you ought to do it right the first time. And today I really want to talk to that as leaders as to how do you prepare for the next level? How do you show up in the presence of greatness? Because how you show up becomes extremely important. And this is true because most young leaders either want a mentor, have a mentor, or are mentoring someone. And I want to look at a few mentoring relational tips or nuances which are very important that will help you avoid ejecting yourself out of the room of greatness. Seven points which I strongly believe will help you Save your spot, seat on the seat in the presence of greatness. Firstly, don't talk about yourself a lot. At the top of the episode, I spoke about an incident where someone would call you to come learn. But most of the time or majority of the time, it's them talking about themselves even. And that's true because as a leader, your success is determined by the seeds you sow, not the harvest you reap. So it's very important for you because it's impossible to consistently add value to others if you place yourself before the person that you want to learn from. So oftentimes make it about the person you are wanting to learn from. And again, I get the part where sometimes you need meeting someone for the first meeting and um, you, you, you need to introduce yourself, but it should not be more than 30 seconds to three minutes where you just give them a breakdown of who you are, your current situation, your context, and leave it at that. If they want to probe in deeper, they'll then ask for more information. It's very important, again, maybe it's an ongoing relationship. When you do meet, there's no need for you to now bring the whole encyclopedia of events that has happened in your life, but just come with a two, three minute update of what's going on and then be ready with a question. And a good mentor, good leader will be able to draw from your story and drill down to the key details that he or she may need so that eventually you're able to move forward. And this is true because it enables you to value the time of the particular individual that you are meeting with. So firstly, avoid talking a lot. Secondly, never confuse your mentor or the leader that you are learning from 
for a friend. And this is a big one. I've seen it myself being a young leader where certain leaders would give you access into their space, access into their world, where they'll be extra friendly. And if you're not wise enough, you might misinterpret the friendliness and think you actually are friends. Your mentor isn't your friend. He or she is your mentor. If you want a friendship, go make friends with someone else. But if you want a mentor or a leader that you can learn from, it's a whole different thing. Come with a posture of learning. Don't come there just to hang out. Come learn, ready to learn. It's quite rare where one would go into a class without books, a pen to write, a mind to learn. I know I was a teacher back in the day and you'd have students who'd just come to school, leave their books at home. And you'd ask them, why are you even here? And that should not be the same when it comes to the corridors of leadership. Be respectful. Value the time of the leader. Come with great questions. So always come with great questions. Firstly, avoid talking too much. Avoid friendship. I know some relationships might translate into friendship. If they do, allow it, but don't force it. Don't preempt it. Don't go in looking for it. Honor the relationship. Thirdly, never arrive without a list of thoughtful questions. And this is a very key one. It's very futile for you to ask for an opportunity and when granted that opportunity you're not prepared for that opportunity come with thoughtful questions ask yourself ahead of the meeting what do i want to know what do i need to learn what do i need to get out of this conversation or meeting because questions reveal what you value questions become your door to the next level So ask questions. Again, within asking questions, some questions you might ask might have already been answered through content that's already been released. If they've got a podcast, listen to the podcast. If they have a book, read the book. Listen to their recent talks so that if there's a question, you do not need to ask something they've already spoken to. It's even better when you've listened ahead because your questions are then directed from what's currently burning and you're able to double click and move beyond the surface. Fourthly, ensure that when you meet, you are ready to take notes. As a great leader, great leaders, Karen Yoff says this, carry open books, notebooks, close-minded leaders don't. Make sure that anytime you are around greatness, you either have your notepad on your phone ready, you've got your pen ready, you're always ready to take notes. Because not taking notes when you're in a meeting with a mentor or someone of significance is a sign that you're not listening. I love what Mike Maddox says, if as a mentee you come to him and you're not writing anything, he's not going to give you his time because it means you do not value what he's saying to the extent that he even says he looks at what you are writing on. If it's just a piece of paper, he's not going to talk because he knows it's just a matter of time before it gets lost, it gets stained with coffee or something. But your notebook needs to be valuable. That's why I encourage you as leaders to invest in quality notebooks because you can't be writing million dollar ideas on something that cost you 10 rands. Fifth, failure to act. Your mentor will certainly give you ideas and specific advice from the conversation. What's the best thing you can do with that? It's for you to act. Act on it right away. Go home and implement the change and then tell your mentor what you've done. Nothing propels or inspires or encourages leaders to pour more into a young leader than someone who is a learner. Not only are they a learner, but who acts out and does what they've learned because it shows that this person is able to apply to interpret and move the ball forward sometimes it's pointless for you to ask for a second meeting when you've not done what was told 
or what you were told or instructed or advised to do from the first meeting. When you come to the second meeting, make sure you're coming to report back on what you've already done. Six, don't take them up on their offer. And this is where someone gives you a blank check as to how they can help. But because sometimes you might feel not confident enough, sometimes you might take it for granted, you just allow it to fall through the cracks. That's a mistake. Don't do that. When a mentor takes an offer, as I always say, to others it might be good advice, but to you who is willing to learn, it's an instruction. Follow it through and see how best you can make it happen. And then lastly, I get the part of how sometimes we want to learn from people who are big figures, people who've done it, been there, got the t-shirt. But one of the things I've learned is the best people to learn from are people who are within closer proximity, people you can touch, feel, people oftentimes from your neighborhood, people who are within arm's reach, people who will be able to pour into you, people that you can ask questions, people whom you can evaluate, not only evaluate, to a certain extent scrutinize their way of life and be able to emulate that, people whom you can feel. It's always great to learn from distant mentors. That's why podcasts are there, books are there. But I encourage you to find a mentor who can give you real-time feedback and ensure that once you've found that relationship, show up as your best so that you ensure that you make their investment worth the time that they've invested in you. That's extremely important. I love what Dr. William J. Mayo says, when knowledge is translated into proper action, we speak of it as wisdom. So as a leader, Translate the knowledge that she's been given to you into proper action, and then you'll be a wise leader. I hope this short segment has helped you take your lead and help you show up better so that you ensure that you've guaranteed a seat in the presence of greatness. Till we meet again next time, continue to take your lead. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.nzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.